This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, Elon Musk <laughs> says brain implants are ready for humans. A January 6th defendant faces up to 86 years in prison and Senator Scott Weiner fakes getting hate mail. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and you are in for a real treat because it is Patent Stew Thursday. We've got Stu Bergier, host of Stew Does America, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, here at the table with me to dissect the uh, the news of the day. And if the off-air conversation was any indication, <laughs> it's going to be quite a day. Um, so I want to get to... Um, Earlier this week, we were discussing, of course, Elon Musk in the news left and right, but he had a signal that he was willing to go to war, he said, with Apple after they uh, largely stopped advertising on Twitter. And there were reports that they were going to boot the Twitter app from the App Store on iTunes. So yesterday, Elon met with Apple CEO Tim Cook at Apple's headquarters, and he said that they resolved the conflict. He tweeted out later on. Good conversation. Among other things, we resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter potentially being removed from the App Store. Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so, um, but <laughs> he's not totally in the clear yet because the European Union has threatened to ban Twitter if it doesn't comply with a checklist of rules in line with the, uh, the Block's new Digital Services Act, which aims to increase democratic control and oversight over systemic platforms and mitigate systemic <coughs> risks such as manipulation or <gasps> disinformation. Now, um, the EU told Elon that Twitter must pursue disinformation on the platform aggressively and agree to an extensive independent audit of the site by next year, uh, which would see the site turn over information about its number of active users and banned accounts. By the way, in case you were wondering how Elon felt about the matter, he called the uh, Digital Services Act during the meeting very sensible and suggested that it should be applied worldwide in case you were thinking that he was going to be your free speech savior. <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to disappoint everybody. I yeah. think that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, will he be an improvement over the last of regime? Course. I think the answer to that would probably be yes. It's fascinating to watch this happen, though, because... Elon Musk was a left-wing hero, like, not mm -hmm. that long ago. Mm -hmm. Remember, we were told that the greatest existential threat of all mankind was global warming and that this guy was making a giant electric car company and actually made electric cars cool. Cool. Right? Yeah. Like, he took it from, I mean, if you go back and watch, you know, those early days, obviously there was the Prius and the hybrid category. Before that, there was some really bad GM effort. Ugh, uh, ugly, dumpy little cars. About, yeah, really <laughs> yeah. bad, awful little mm -hmm. cars that no one wanted to drive. No one would consider, certainly no one on the right would consider. Right. Maybe if you were like an absolute granola head and just were like, I, I love the environment and that's it, maybe you'd, you'd drive around one of these glorified golf carts, but no one wanted them. And then Elon came along. He's like, you know what, let's just make these things cool. 
I mean, technically, he didn't actually found the company, but he came along very early in the company right. and put a lot of money into it and said, hey, let's make these things cool and interesting and people want them. Pat and I drove one, well, I mean, that was years ago, five, six years ago, maybe now. Yeah. And uh, they, they brought awesome. They brought one. Wow. Tesla oh brought gosh, one to the studio. Phenomenal. And, and had people dr- let people check it out. Really? Yeah. yeah. I know it's, it sounds weird now. I mean, yeah. this is when Elon was seen as only as a left wing figure. Was I not here? You must not have been here that day. I guess day. I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. And was... so we drove it and we gunned it on the street yeah. over here. Um, and we're Went by this, the police station? Yes. Just right down the street? Past the statute of limitations. <laughs> Doing about on 85 uh, miles an hour. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, acceleration is breathtaking. Unreal. It's, wow. it's incredible. And that yeah. was that Several long ago. Several generations ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This so was, I would uh, imagine yeah. it's this much was, better now. It was a P90, was it? Yeah, I think it was the yeah. P90X or something. It was, it was the highest end they had. That's an exercise. an extra one. No, that's like an exercise routine, P90X. Yeah, no, yeah it must have been a, I don't know. It's right, P90X is an exercise thing. Yeah. Show you how familiar I am with exercise. Um, but the bottom line was it was really fast, and we really oh liked gosh, it. Oh, gosh, really fast. And now they've improved it quite a bit, even from then. And so he does all this work on the mm-hmm. most existential crisis in our history. And now, mm-hmm. the second he allows people on the right to say things they want... Mm-hmm. Now he's the enemy. Yeah. What really is the existential crisis to these people? It can't be global warming. Mm-hmm. When, no. I mean, because I know if someone came around and was like, you know what, uh, I am going to, uh, I, I, uh, I, I want to raise your taxes, but I'll tell you, I'm going to get rid of abortion completely. I wouldn't love every aspect of that right. person. I wouldn't want my taxes to be lower, but you know what? It's a big issue to me, and I think it's really important. I think life mm-hmm. is really important. So I might say to myself, well, I'm going to look past that and support the pro-life portion of their platform. Why aren't they doing that here? Why aren't they saying, you know, we don't really agree with uh, with his Twitter policies, but gosh, well, look what he's doing for global warming. They're not doing that at all. They despise this person now. And I don't know what the reason is. Part of me thinks that they realize that there's something under the hood here at Twitter that is going to be discovered uh, by Elon Musk when he has access to all this information and it's going to make Democrat politicians look really bad. So before that comes out, maybe just maybe they should make sure he's the enemy. Yeah, that's a great point. I th- uh, also, I think it's um, P90D D. from what I'm from what I'm not P90D? P90X. Okay. P90X will make you fit. P90D, you just drive in. Yeah. Okay. Got and it. you drive fast. <laughs> Very fast. Really good. I don't even know if it exists anymore. Yeah, I think they changed the models or something. Yeah, when we were, yeah, they have the, yeah. the Model S now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only did he create an electric car company, he also created a space company that built spacecraft so we could leave this planet because he thought it was going to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, talk about a hero of, a, of the climate change crowd. Yeah, and now everybody hates him. And I think he is going to uncover. He's already said he's going to he's going to release some information that is obviously going to be damaging to the previous administration at Twitter. Mm -hmm. And we're probably going to hear about, you know, a a little more detail on the interference into elections and uh, the silencing of the right. And I think it's I think it's going to be eye opening to a lot of people. Uh, I want to show that this was from yesterday. Elon Musk tweeted out, to your point, Pat, um, he was responding to someone about all of the indiscretions that he may have uncovered over there at Twitter HQ. He said, the obvious reality, as longtime users know, is that Twitter has failed in trust and safety for a very long time and has interfered (coughs) in elections. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. So Mm. that's, I mean... There you have it from the guy who's running the whole damn place that uh, they have interfered in elections. What that means, we have yet to uh, to find out, but he has made it clear that he will release all of these documents and all of the evidence 
on Twitter itself. So stay tuned and buckle up, I guess. Did you guys see, I don't think we have this clip, but did you guys see um, Elizabeth Warren when she was asked about all of this, the um, Twitter and is, is she concerned about, you know, basically freedom of speech? And she got very, mm -hmm. very upset and said, mm -hmm. you know, well, what, one, one person shouldn't be making all these decisions. One person shouldn't be, and it's just very fascinating to see how quickly the left has changed from their position of private businesses can do whatever they want. Why do you have a problem with it? Oh, actually we do have it. Thank you very much, Control. Let's watch. Republicans say that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Like, and that is not what's happening, no. by the way. You wait, Elon is not the only person running the whole joint? No, he goes into a dark room and presses buttons <laughs> and it's just him? And he's, to my knowledge, not shutting people down anyway. No. He's inviting people back. back. <laughs> I mean, it was the previous goofballs right. who were shutting people down. One person going into a room and saying, sorry, Trump can't do this. Sorry, uh, Alex Jones can't do this. Sorry, we, we can't hear from any of these people. It was it was the right all be sh being shut down. And Elon's doing the opposite. Right. This is part of the reason when you talk a lot but don't actually have any principles. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. she's she's forgetting that what she's articulating there is our point. Right. Yeah. Our point is that we yeah. it's that's the rights point. We don't want people just going into a dark room and figuring out who can speak and yeah. who cannot. They do want that. That's actually, they, they may want not want time. Elon yes. Musk to be the one singular person. Right. They liked it when the last group right. of people. Right, they were fine they when were it was someone else. Yeah. They, they're fine if it's Elizabeth Warren who gets to go into a room and pick who gets to speak. Uh, we're the ones that want everyone to be able to speak. Yeah. That's been our yeah. opinion from the beginning. It continues to be that because it's based on a principle of freedom of speech. Her principle mm -hmm. is she wants control and she wants to be able to, whatever benefits her at that exact moment, and she just gets it backwards here. I guess because she doesn't like Elon Musk, she doesn't want one person doing it. But she does want one person doing it. She just wants a different person. Right. Which is just, it's hilarious. They can't even keep their arguments straight. <laughs> so stupid. Um, okay, on the topic of Elon Musk, he announced uh, earlier on Twitter that Neuralink, because remember, everyone was like, oh, he's so red-pilled, he's base, he's a conservative. Oh, he's a transhumanist, just as a reminder. Um, Neuralink plans to begin implanting devices into human patients within six months. He said, we are now confident that the Neuralink device is ready for humans, so timing is a function of working through the FDA approval process. Um, and so that brain implant actually requires that a patient have, this is wild, guys, a portion of the skull removed and wires threaded into the brain tissue. Um, and the likely mm. candidates for implantation now are those with severe spinal cord injuries. He also noted, of course, that the company is planning, uh, is developing implants for other parts of the body. So we shall see one is supposed to restore vision, uh, not only to those who have lost their sight, but apparently to those who have been born without it. And another one will apparently restore full body functionality to persons with severed spinal cords, which I, I get it is like you, you hear that and you're like, that is so yeah. awesome. Yeah. But then take that to like the extreme. Right. Just 
doesn't mm -hmm. feel good. We do say these things from the studio in which RoboCop was filmed. <laughs> right. uh, we are sitting in the room right. in which RoboCop was filmed. Now it's interesting because I, I talked a little bit with uh, Glenn Beck this morning on the radio show about this, and he's in you know a really interesting case study here in that he you know he has uh, his daughter mm -hmm. had strokes, and like the promise of this technology could mean that the the negative <laughs> effects of a stroke could be overcome. But man, you you better be freaking careful with it, right? I mean, it it's a weird area, mm -hmm. and you know, of course, we all want medical innovations that are going to help people get better. But you start crossing these these lines, and it, you know, I don't know. Part of me thinks maybe we're just all kind of these people who are sitting here, and we were the you know the same people who you know 100 years ago would have said, I don't know about antibiotics. They sound really weird. I don't know. Maybe we're that. <laughs> but it, it does make you feel uncomfortable because. These are steps that, that have never been seen before. Maybe it's a great innovation, but there very well could be downsides we're not really considering yet. Yeah. Pat. The other part that he talks about a lot with Neuralink is that maybe it cures depression too. Mm -hmm. And as uh, a father of a person who has severe depression, mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty excited about that and not uncomfortable with it. I'm, I'd, I'd love to see innovation in in that area because so many people are mm -hmm. suffering with depression now especially youth i mean it is unbelievable uh how depressed our youth is and it's so prevalent that any breakthrough i'm in, interested in mm -hmm. and and so i'm i'm pretty fascinated by this but there's you know there's other things too um uh that they're finding out that might help with it but i'm pretty open to it yeah um, so I want to go to kind of circle back to Twitter because, you know, the White House keeps getting asked about what, God, what are you going to do about this pesky freedom of speech that D Elon Musk is now allowing on Twitter? And, um, so Corinne Jean-Pierre, who, I mean, we all know is like the greatest White House <laughs> press secretary of all time, articulate, insightful, mm. poignant, just Always on the mark, Karine Jean-Pierre uh, was asked if the White House will try to shut down Twitter. And I mean, I feel like you can imagine how that answer went. Watch. When you say that you're going to be monitoring some of the speech on there, if you see something that you don't like, would you try to shut Twitter down? So look, you know, when you, when you talk about monitoring, you know, it is, uh, I, I hate to break it to you, Peter, just like everybody else, we very much monitor the news. We pay close attention to everything that you all are reporting and, and Twitter's in the news a lot. And so that's okay. what we're paying attention to. You know, I would hope that all okay. Americans, okay. Uh, including social media companies, civil rights organizations I just laid out, <laughs> including Fox as well, will agree that uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to, uh, to, uh, yes. you know, call out hate speech and misinformation. Huh? How did she go from civil rights organizations, including Fox News? <laughs> wow, that's a, quite a compliment to Fox News. <laughs> they always told us that Fox News was racist. Yeah, that they were the opposite. That's strange. And she was only, to be clear, she was only reading half of that, which is an improvement uh, from her normal <laughs> performance. She is, you know, is really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really a powerful statement. That's really all yeah, I have that's to say all, yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and she is. She is really dumb. Well, it's this thing that happens, yeah, I think. Really bad. There's a jousting thing that goes on between the press secretary and the reporters. Yeah. And at some level, it's usually a battle of equals, right? Where you have, yeah. you know, people who know a little bit about the news. They both know they're playing this game, though, right? Like, you ask questions that you know the person's not going to disagree with. And then that person comes up with their little cute little mm -hmm. response, their clever response. And there's a little bit of a verbal joust that goes on. Clever? 
But I'm saying with her, it's not. Right. It's like it's not mm-hmm. like Peter Ducey is ten times as intelligent as her, and every day he Stephen catches her. Stephen Hawking in a, compared to her. Yes, and every day he catches her in another idiotic moment. Yeah, and it's like yes, he look, does. Peter Ducey should not be able to do that. Like th- th- there should be someone up there. Like even Jen Psaki would would she she would take it. She would try to push it to the side. She would answer mm-hmm. a different question. She'd move on to something else. She'd generalize. Right. She'd do all the evasive things. And every reporter is used to that mm-hmm. from someone they're questioning. They're used to someone being competent enough to be able to move around and be evasive. She, she isn't. Can't. She's so is so yes. dumb. <laughs> did I did I say that yet? I want to make sure I get that point out. She's dumb. <laughs> yes. Dumb, Pat. Would you go as far as butt stupid? Butt stupid. Because that's Pat. that's where I would wind up. I think is butt stupid on that. Uh, it's amazing, too, because she's been saying this monitor thing all week. That yeah. We're going to monitor Twitter. Right. And now, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about we're, we're going to do what everybody does. You monitor Twitter, right? Don't you? Don't you monitor Twitter? <laughs> well, yeah, we monitor, monitor Twitter. News. We're just we're monitor the news. <laughs> it seemed, she seemed to almost be saying that she's going to monitor the news about Twitter. Right. Like, uh, yeah. Wait, okay. Uh, no one's going to. No Whereas one before, there was, there was an element of control there that Mm -hmm. she was talking about it seemed it seemed like you're going to monitor it and if you find hate speech that you don't like you're going to shut it down and then she again went into this hate speech part of it what who gets to decide that Mm -hmm. that's what we have to when are they going to ask her that question who gets to decide what's hate speech and what's acceptable and what's not what is free speech and what is hate speech? Where do you draw that line? Right, and I have just to quote an, an amazingly smart person: We can't just have one person go into a dark room and decide. <laughs> right. Like I, this is right. She was literally making our point. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, all right. She's we... dumb too, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is also dumb. She is. I'm not. You, I, you'll find no argument from me on that. Um, all right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So it is the holiday season. It is time to stock up on your gifts for friends and family. And uh, if you want to get compliments everywhere you go, or if you want a loved one to get compliments everywhere they go and be told that they look so much younger, you got to try Genucel. Um, I personally love their immediate effects cream that they have. They've got a ton of stuff. They've got dark spot correctors. They've got a jawline treatment. They've got a treatment, a serum for eye bags and puffiness. And from now until Christmas, Genucel's most popular package is 70% off over at Genucel. Dot com. Um, if you have troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and of course, that sagging jawline, you will see it disappear right before your eyes with their most popular collection. And uh, you're going to see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. That is huge. They're not going to make that promise unless they plan on backing it up. By the way, you're also going to get in every most popular package a free hyaluronic acid serum that will hydrate your skin and restore its youthful appearance. You can go to genucel.com slash why. Enter my promo code why, that's W-H-Y, for an additional 10% off your entire order. You're already getting a steal. There's no reason not to do this over at genucel.com slash why. (laughs) 
The United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit upheld a previous ruling and decided that the Air Force may not punish or fire service members for not getting vaccinated against COVID-19 if they have a religious objection. Uh, in the opinion, this is U.S. Circuit Judge Eric Murphy pointed out that almost 10,000 service members have asked for a religious exemption from the Air Force's COVID-19 vaccine mandate, but the Air Force has only given around 135 of those petitions and only to those already planning to leave the service. So uh, the Air Force has granted thousands of other exemptions for medical reasons or administrative reasons, but just not those pesky religious ones. The lawsuit stated that the mandate substantially burdens their religious exercise in violation of the First Amendment and the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993. Uh, also, the judge discussed the military readiness argument, saying that while the Air Force might have a, quote, compelling interest to mandate that its 501,000 members get the vaccine, it also has largely achieved this general interest as evidenced by its ability to vaccinate over 97% of its force. It's just fascinating to me that we are still having these conversations on vaccine mandates and it is just mm -hmm. so well documented that is not me being vaccinated is not going to prevent you from getting uh transmitting spread i'm still gonna i'm still gonna transmit it if i get vaccinated i'm still gonna spread it i still will probably get it if i get the vaccine so why are we still having this conversation on mandates what was the number you said 97 yeah. percent. like what did they expect to get yeah. uh, 90 they wanted 100 percent. i mean that is yes. really what they wanted yes. and you know, 97 percent is pretty freaking high. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's about as high as it is in almost any organization probably in America. I mean, maybe maybe sports leagues might be a little higher. We're uh, also told know. by these, uh, you know, of course, experts that 97 percent you would well achieve herd immunity if herd immunity were, in fact, a thing. <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly. Right? We're well beyond this. And I think, like, mm -hmm. there was this part point where it was this divisive political issue where, like, you know, one side of the aisle said you had to do it and the other side of the aisle said you shouldn't have to do it. It's like... It, and then they put these policies into place, you know, uh, and now they're still in place. And it's like they can't admit that they were dumb policies in the first place. Right. They right. have instead of just saying, like, you know what, actually, we thought it was the right thing to do at the time. And, and it actually wasn't. So we don't care anymore. And everyone can do what they want to do. Instead of just being honest about it, uh, they're going to go down this road and, and try to maintain the policy. Uh, you know, John Ziegler talks about this a lot, uh, and I, he, he's, he's gone to something that's, I think, really, he's the only person I've ever heard talk about this, but it's, I think it's really unique, in that, like, you'd think, he always makes this point, you'd think if you make a big mistake, it's going to be easy to to turn around on. Like, if you make a really, you, gosh, you go the wrong, you go the wrong way, it's a really massive mistake, obviously that was wrong, mm. we're sorry about that, let's go the other way. Mm -hmm. His theory is, and I think it's pretty much true, the bigger the mistake, the harder it is for these places to turn around and, and say that they were wrong. Because there was so much cost associated with those mistakes, you can't come back the other way. Yeah. Because if you do that, you're admitting that everything you've done is wrong and you've caused damage to others. And that is, I think, the, the issue here. Like, there, I think that, you know, you get on these high horses and you say, you're the only one who doesn't want to kill grandma, well, you can't all of a sudden say, well, now I do want to kill grandma, so it's okay for you to do this. Yeah. It's impossible. You raise the stakes too high and you can't reverse yourself. The, you know, we've talked about this a thousand times, but the bottom line is if you just let people make their own freaking decisions, you don't have to worry about making mistakes like this. Mm -hmm. Give people the information, let them look at it, let them seek out their own information. They might think you're nuts and do the opposite. That's okay. Mm -hmm. And that comes from the son of Anthony Fauci. Yes, that's it right. Does. right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, so, you. Thank you for pointing that out. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, yeah. if you can't take it from me, who can you take it from? <laughs> now, what a 
bad time to be kicking people out of the military. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't recruit anybody into the military. You're turning people away because there aren't they aren't vaccinated when that. Yeah. And as you pointed out, that is so 2020. <laughs> Do any of us believe that we're protected from if, if I go get a vaccine vaccination, am I going to be protected from Stu, who's carrying a spike protein like three or four and, different and spilling them all right over the room and all no. of that. It, to be, and to go no, a, no. another step here, this is a group of people who are in their 20s and in incredible shape yeah. defending our country. And the last people you have it. to care about getting a vaccine are these right. people. Yes. There is, I mean, except for five-year-olds and babies. Right. Yes, except for five-year-olds and babies. I mean, this is like legitimately like makes no sense at any level. There's, there's never a point where this made sense. And I will say the people, uh, you know, uh, we've had Jeremy Dice on the show many times. I, I believe this is one of the cases he was involved in. Uh, their their organization is a, is a great one fighting for religious freedom. And, you know, part of this, I think, the fight against this is not even about the vaccines. I think mm-hmm. the fight about this is to make sure that people's religious uh, objections don't count for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. luckily, this is being shot down yeah. in many, many places around the country. And again, what is recruiting down? Is it, it they hit 30% of their goal or something? Mm. I mean, it was yeah, something out really bad. outrageous and really bad. You can ill afford to be kicking people out of the military right now. Yeah, let it's people do what asinine. they want on vaccines and maybe do don't want. strand them all in Afghanistan next time and your recruitment will be idea. improved. Yeah. yeah, but I bet that the uh, amount of LGBTQIA semicolon plus apostrophe S mm-hmm. You didn't mention going, the two. Why? Do you have something oh, against the two spheres? Wow. Wow. Yeah, Did hate. You hear that? Just hate is what I heard. Sorry. She hates her. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But I feel like those recruits are probably sky high because that's all that I hear about the military these days. People don't know this. Most of our military traditionally has been two-spirited people. (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. Wow. So going back, yeah. What George Washington? And you, a few you know that plus. boat? You know the boat? Bit, yeah. Uh, George Washington's on the boat crossing the Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. Two spirit. Everybody in there, two spirit, except wow. for George Washington, who was a Q. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. He was one queer. The, one, no, 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 no. He was no. questioning. Oh, questioning. The okay. other Q, the Q. Pat. No, I'm sorry. Come on. You should have known by the tone of that Q. Right. Which I know. Q it was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor. This segment keeps. So you got to try out keeps if you are one of the. Two out of three guys who experience hair loss before you're 35. It's not your fault, and you don't need to be embarrassed, but you can uh, flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with Keeps. They've got the same clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments that you're going to find if you go to the doctor, except they're going to save you a ton of money because you're getting the generic versions of those treatments. Plus, everything can be done online. So uh, you take a couple pictures of your hair, send it on over, and your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. You don't have to go to a waiting room in a doctor's office or go to the pharmacy. They're going to deliver deliver everything directly to your door. And again, it's going to be like half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. Uh, you got to try it. And uh, you can go to keeps.com slash Y. Get 50% off your first order if you go to keeps.com slash Y. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. Okay, so I have a question. Before we bring up the, the, next, uh, the next story here, Kanye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, 
Is it yay or is it ye? Because I say yay because that's yay. just the end of his name, right? Yes. But yay. he also had Yeezys, yes. didn't he? Right, yes, which so. I think is what's making it so confusing for people. Also, well, I do believe his it's yay. I'm going Kanye West and that's it. I'm it's not yay. changing. Oh. You're not going to change it no. to yay? Kanye but he West. did. He changed I don't care it to if yay. he changes it. He's insane. He's an insane person. Dead naming I'm him. dead naming him. Wow. <laughs> and I'll you don't go, even care. I don't care No remorse. I do not. Well, I can't blame you after all of what happened today. So there was... There was a lot to unpack. Um, we don't even have time to unpack yeah. all of them today on the show. But earlier, Kanye West <laughs> appeared on Infowars with Alex Jones, and uh, he was accompanied by, um, what is his name? I'm blanking. Nick Fuentes. Thank you, Nick Fuentes. And, you know, they, um, they had quite the conversation about Nazis and Hitler and all sorts of stuff. Here is just one of those exchanges. Watch. That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew. I mm. love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done no. with that. I'm done with the classifications. What? Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. <laughs> especially Hitler, Pat. <laughs> Wait, is he, is he insinuating that Adolf Hitler invented the microphone that, that he uses? And the highways? That seems to be what he's insinuating. Okay. Mm -hmm. an interesting and the highways, well, the Autobahn, I guess you can give him credit for I the guess. Autobahn. Not the highways he's driving but on But not now. the highways you're driving on here. <laughs> no. Uh, so. So, like, I feel like, wow. you know, a long, flat, straight, wide road is a smaller part of Hitler's story than the, than the <laughs> really? Holocaust. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Although uh, he, Kanye helped us out to let us know that the Holocaust, mm. it didn't really happen. We need to look into the facts of that one. <gasps> oh. Uh, he went on and on and on. This is just one of that, many clips. I know that is bad uh, stuff. Look, this person Oof. is... He's done. Uh, I mean... He's done. He's done and, and by, you know, we talk a lot about canceling and how it's unfair, mm. and many times it isn't. Sometimes it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean... Should Kanye West be banned from all social media because he says absolutely terrible and uninformed things? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's great that we all understand who this person is. Yeah. We, we, he, he's probably been this guy this entire time. Now, I will note, and I will note loudly, the entire time he's been in the public eye, I have said he's insane. When he was wearing red hats, I said he was insane. He's mm -hmm. always been insane. When he was saying George Bush doesn't care about black people, he was insane. <laughs> he's been insane the entire time. There's yep. never been a moment, oh, he married a Kardashian. Doesn't matter. He's insane. He's always been insane. Um, what about the Wyoming church uh, services? No, he's just insane. No, he's insane. just insane okay. the entire right. time. Now, look, I hope... He has a moment of of, mm. of maybe a, an interesting relationship with medication that he uh, <laughs> develops <laughs> and, and is able to Somebody's turn this get around him for himself personally. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, look, he's this is incredible. I mean, this is it's. <laughs> we joke about it because he's he's also wearing a, a mask over Thank his face. Thank you. I was, I, that was going to be the next thing that I addressed. Yeah. Because for those of you watching, they're probably like, why are they not talking about the fact that he literally is not showing his face at all? He just has a giant black mask hood thing. Yeah, really weird. Complete, completely covering his face. I'm not sure if they addressed why. Yeah, I didn't uh, catch this episode, unfortunately. <laughs> but when you're in a room with three people... 
You caught and, all the other ones, just no, not this one? Just this, just this one. I <laughs> try to catch as many as I can. Uh, but when you're in a room with three people, and by far the most sane person is Alex Jones, <laughs> that is an accomplishment. Like, Alex mm-hmm. Jones comes off actually really good in this. Yeah, he where does. he's like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't like Hitler. Yeah. That's all he had to say to be <laughs> sane, the most sane person in the room. I don't like Hitler. He had to actually point that out. Yeah. Uh, this is really, really bad and really ugly. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I really hate the fact that people like uh, Fuentes over mm-hmm. there, you know, they're, they're taking advantage of someone who's going through severe mental crisis to up his, you know, yeah. his own profile. Yep. And that's, the, the, you know, it's not the ugliest part of this because the ugliest part is denying the Holocaust. But this is also very, very bad. It, 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 this, is, this should be it, right? Yeah. Okay, can we, can we, can we end this, this ridiculous charade that the, the right has been engaging in for four years? The fact that he said he liked Donald Trump a couple times is no reason to pay attention to him. He has nothing of interest to say. He's not a good guy. He's not mm-hmm. an interesting character. He's, he's a person who should be in a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely spiraling out of control. And a lot of people just keep putting him on the air because they know everyone's going to click on these interviews. Mm-hmm. It's, we need to stop playing into this and, and realize this person was insane all the way back when he was making Mike Meyer look terrified on television in 2005 <laughs> and he's been insane the entire period he was never a genius he's just insane and obviously down deep inside of him is real darkness mm. as you watch this stuff this is you know a lot of people who are insane say a lot of crazy things this is this is i mean this is as bad as you can get <clears throat> but you're forgetting about his song poopity scoop poop poop to scoop Oh yeah poop. yeah remember? i did forget I mean, about you've heard that, scoop. Right? yes i that have was heard genius. it that was genius that was sheer what? unadulterated Genius. No. Oh yeah, yeah, a song yeah, yeah. Where that's all he oh, says. Oh, at the end of the song, yeah. the last like minute and a half, two minutes or whatever, it's poop, poop, to scoop, scoopity poop, poop to scoop, whoop, <laughs> scoop. <laughs> it's really bad. I mean, that's I mean almost re- identical it, impression. It, it is. Yeah, it, it, it really is. For those who are listening on podcast, they might not have realized you. Th- they thought you started playing the audio of the song. No, that was Pat Gray. <laughs> that was just bad. That was not Kanye West. <laughs> wow. In his prime. I. You know, it's interesting too because I mean, you <clears throat> mentioned Stu that. Um, conservatives need to stop. We're like the the nerd at the dance who's oh, just like dying for yeah. someone just famous. Somebody and, famous. Yeah, and some celebrity to, to pay us. attention to us. Oh mm-hmm. my God, they really like us. Well now, I mean, clearly the left is going to use him to make us look bad. Oh, because yeah. because enough of the right has engaged with him and acted like he might be our guy. And oh now he's gosh. out there saying crazy things and they're going to be like, see, we told you guys all conservatives are Nazis and white supremacists. Here's just one of them admitting it. Well, and here's how crazy the guy is. If the, all of that wasn't enough, he just went to dinner with Donald Trump and told him, you shouldn't run for president. You should be my vice president <laughs> running mate. You, you said that to Donald Trump? You think that's going to be OK with him? You're obviously insane, obviously. And I mean, for him to try, I I think it was a a concerted effort to uh, taint Trump Mm-hmm. with this dinner and bringing Nick Fuentes. I mean, that's what Milo Yiannopoulos and, said, right? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, they, that there was a report that came out that he yeah. and So Nick he's Fuentes no friend of it. Trump either. Right. So right. Can, maybe we can put this whole thing to bed now. Yeah, I just... I, it shouldn't take that shit. I know, I mean, I, it should I, I, I gotta but. say, like, you gotta be able to judge these people on their merits, not if they like someone you I also know. like. You can like yeah. Donald Trump and realize Kanye West is insane. And when, and the right went through a period of whatever, three or four years, where for some reason they couldn't put this thought process together. I mean, not everybody. I know people here at this table did not think that way. But still, there were a lot mm-hmm. of people who yeah. did. And, like, you know, I understand at some level, because we get beat up by celebrities all the time. You know, we, they all hate our guts. And, like, it's nice every once in a while when someone comes out on your side mm-hmm. and says something positive. But, like, you know, it, it, it's also just something you have to realize that, like, 
this doesn't matter. The fact that a celebrity is on your side for one reason or another, great, whatever. They're just another person. We shouldn't, we shouldn't elevate them and call them geniuses like the left does. Kanye West is obviously not a genius. You know, this it's a man who <laughs> literally said he's a proud non-book reader. That is a, a quote from Kanye West. A proud non... He released a book that was 52 pages long that in, in the review of the Gosh. book said had some blank pages and some with just a few words. <laughs> That's great. That's great. He was never. He was never an asset. Never no. an asset. No. And uh, you know, people are like, "Well, he's going to help bring African American voters over." Don't no. don't don't speak so yeah. lowly of African American voters. They will come over when they are convinced by our arguments, not because some idiot rapper said it's okay to put on a red hat. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. California Senator Scott Weiner tweeted out uh, what he said was hate mail he received after <gasps> Charlie Kirk tweeted about him. He said uh, not even 24 hours after MAGA grifter Charlie Kirk tweeted homophobic lies about me, I received this threat repeating one of his lies. But that was the point, riling people up against me and other LGBTQ people. He forgot the two also. <gasps> I would just what about the I and the A? He yeah, forgot those he, two. He forgot, he forgot those two. Did, did he forget them? People. Did he forget them? Or did he just, no, he, he purposely yeah. is a bigot. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a bigot. He doesn't care about our intersex That's friends. Right. I just would like to point that out. <laughs> or our queer questioning friends. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Uh, words have consequences, he said, and Twitter is becoming a cesspool for this crap. So he, yeah. of course, attached the alleged hate mail that he got. It says, it's a shame you come out and you're trying to release all of these pedophiles. You're okay with people intentionally giving other people AIDS, and your office can't even pick up the phone to answer these questions. You're sick, man. I don't even call you. I don't know what that means. You shouldn't even be a man. You're a sick you're a sick individual. I don't care about what you do off hours, but when you try to force it upon California, it's like myself and others. You'll have something coming to you. People like you won't be able to walk down the streets when light comes to the darkness that you're effing providing you piece of S. Brilliant. What a brilliant Some grammatical letter. errors there. Yeah, some I will fractured s- thoughts, um, at least. I will say <laughs> I will say, um, very tame compared to what I receive on a daily basis, which is more of just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you, you effing bee. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it if someone was just like, I don't like the all of the uh, laws that you sponsored. Great. Yeah, like, okay, call my office, I guess. I did call your office, and I'm not happy about it. All right. Um, but I would like to just note uh, on this little alleged piece of hate mail there was a there's a cursor at the end and right. there's like the little squiggly lines yeah from when you're actually typing it yourself hmm. so it's weird it is it would it would appear that this was something that he wrote himself and just tweeted it out as if he received it through his uh dms and when that was pointed out to him by quite a, a bit of people on Twitter. Um, what is this? Four, five hours later, he res- no, six hours later, he responded. And for all the MAGA conspiracy theorists out there, the threat was a voicemail. This is a transcription. But have fun spinning around with your conspiracies. I love that. Like, yeah, so obviously, I mean, we don't know for sure, but like in theory, 
he typed this thing on his own little notepad, screenshot it so he could get the sympathy, forgot the cursor was in there, then realized it, then said, oh, yeah, I did type it, but it was a ty- me typing the transcript of yeah. a voicemail. But it took him four hours to come up with mm-hmm. that excuse. Right. Mm-hmm. And no release of the voicemail. Has, has there been no. a release of the voicemail? No. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't think so. Yeah, that's no. That's because probably there wasn't a voicemail. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a very generous explanation. But that's what he's trying to say, right? Correct. Correct. That's mm-hmm. what he's trying to say. Again, that would be, I mean, that would be, there's a lot of, uh, you know, interesting things happening to all align for that to be what the case was. Because again, like, I don't know why you wouldn't just want to, if that was a voicemail that was left and it was a very nasty voicemail, yeah. I would want people to hear the audio rather right, than me exactly. typing it out. Tweet that out. Not to mention, you'd Tweet also, it. maybe right. someone would recognize the voice and you could right. put, bring this person to justice. Right, 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 right. For saying those things like, I don't like the laws that you <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess you could no justice, but and he, he hate, said it was a threat. Uh, hate <laughs> is apparently a crime now, so... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you could arrest him, I guess, in America now. <laughs> he probably could. Uh, you know, look, any uh, threatening a threatening phone call though is absolutely a crime. Mm. Uh, if you if you if it's a real threat of violence. Now it didn't seem. Was like, there an actual threat of violence? No, it's more no. like I don't like your laws. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah, no. I don't even well, got to call you a man. Well, it just says people like you won't be able to walk down the streets when light comes to the darkness that you're a bad person. Yeah, but it's like, that's not, not a threat. Crime. Right. No. It's, it's, it's uh, maybe veiled, but uh, whatever. The bottom line is it's, it was not a pleasant interaction. And the sad part about it, it was an interaction with himself, most likely, which is, you know, <laughs> it's like you want to, you hope yourself would say nicer things about yourself. Yeah, but yeah. when yourself doesn't, you have to call yourself out. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I want to I wanna show the tweet that Scott Wiener, which just, God, you know when you're like, this name is perfect for this person. <laughs> it, it just, that's Scott Wiener. I mean, you know, maybe a close second Anthony Wiener, but um, this is the, the, the tweet from Charlie Kirk that he's referencing says, thousands of pedophiles in California are going free after just a few months in jail thanks to the state's radically reduced penalties for child molestation. One reason so many of these predators are going free so early is California lawmakers Scott Wiener, along with this photo of Wiener at some, there's like a, a picture of him at some type of LG pride parade pride or something. event. Yeah. yeah. Where he's, well, they, the fact yeah. is that California is releasing thousands right. of pedophiles like, where's the lie? Who, who have served less than a year <laughs> right. in prison, less than a year. And they're okay. See ya. Have a good time. Right. It's unbelievable. It's really hard to take the criminal justice <clears throat> reform stuff seriously when this is what always winds up coming from it. I mean, we yeah. can all, you know, look at like, you know, Trump passed a law when he was in office with the help of uh, the, the wife of uh, Kanye West mm. um, to uh, to take, you know, nonviolent drug offenders and take them out of prison and give, give them shorter sentences. And, and like, you know, there's some ar- some arguments from the libertarian side that that's a good idea. You know, some certainly like some grandma who didn't. That was the, the example they use. Oh, there's this grandma who once he she picked up mm-hmm. a bag. She thought it was the trash and it was really drugs and she got caught whatever the scenario is. Um, but like. You think we'd be able to come together on pedophiles? Like you, I feel like so, you'd yeah. think we'd be able to be able to say like, yeah, you actually max sentence, right? Yeah, does not seem to be the case anymore. That's Wait. that's an interesting change. We should yeah, probably note the reason for it somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm. very interesting to say the least. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. San 
Francisco police made news recently for launching armed killer robots. Uh, but don't, you know, you may be thinking like that is really scary. A robot with a gun, like a police officer, that what could possibly go wrong? That they, they no, that's not what it's going to be. Um, they're not going to have guns. They're just going to have explosives. So. <laughs> That's, Grenades yeah. are way better. Uh, you right. know? <laughs> They're way better. Now, again, did I mention that we were sitting in the studio where RoboCop was made? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's yeah. Uh, You know, it's interesting, too. The, the Like, obviously, this sounds really crazy uh, of a story, and it's uh, a little disturbing, and you wonder where this might go. Mm. I will say, though, the very first use of this technology we will all remember because it happened right down the street uh, a few years ago when uh, a BLM a sniper took out five police officers and was yeah. was cordoned up behind a, a wall in a, in a snug spot, and they wheeled up a robot right next to it and blew him up. Um, so, like, I can see why this technology at some level mm-hmm. could be useful, but you definitely have to be concerned with it in the hands of the San Francisco <laughs> government. Uh, <laughs> that part of it is a... Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it... it it, there probably is a, a, a use for this in really extreme situations like this. I mean, the, the, the guy killed five police officers uh, in one night, and it was, uh, I mean, the whole city was shut down. I mean, it was a terrifying mm-hmm. night here. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, you wonder if this is the right direction. Yeah, if you start using that, you wheel in a bomb into, like, a domestic dispute situation, yeah. that might not turn out well. You can imagine that, that there'd be some things going wrong, but... You know, I'm sure San Francisco will use it appropriately. <laughs> yeah, the police department right. keeps changing their story on what happened with Paul Pelosi. Yeah. I'm not so sure if I trust that department. Yeah. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.